0: Months late, the CDC finally announces that those who have been vaccinated can take off their masks. Joe Biden continues his war on teleprompters, and Israel pulls one of the great military misdirects in modern history. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. The Ben Shapiro Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? Visit expressvpn.com ben to do so. Okay, so you can take off your mask if you're vaccinated. Well, who's been telling you that for months on end? Hmm? Who's been saying that? But every time we have said that for months on end, we have worried that YouTube will take down our videos or that Apple will somehow censor us or that Facebook will hit us with a fact check. Why? Well, because your public health experts have been lying to you. See, here is the thing, and this has been a thing throughout the pandemic. Science is a process. Science is rooted in data. It's rooted in hypotheses, which are then either falsified or held up by the data. Science is not, in fact, a group of quote-unquote "tuss scientists. Okay, it's not an institution. Science is not Anthony Fauci. Science is not Rochelle Walensky. Science is not any of these jokers. Science is a process of verifying truth or falsity. And so those of us who have been looking at the data all along knew that once you are vaccinated and you are two weeks past your final vaccination, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. In fact, in these very offices, I was very into masking because I didn't want to infect my parents. I was very into masking up until the point at which they got vaccinated and I got vaccinated. And at that point, I said to everyone in the offices, if you don't want to wear a mask and you have the option to get vaccinated, if you choose not to get vaccinated, that's a you problem. If you choose to wear a mask, that's a you problem. Once you are vaccinated, you don't have to care. I've been saying this for months. You know why? Because I read the studies. You know why? Because I followed the data. You know why? Because I didn't listen to the dullards in the public health establishment who have been infected with politics. We were told for a year that Donald Trump infused all of his COVID response with politics, And they pointed to his supposed pressure on the CDC, which the CDC denied. And they pointed to his so-called pressure on Anthony Fauci with Fauci, which Fauci denied. And then Joe Biden came into office and the, the entire public health establishment just started mirroring whatever Joe Biden wanted politically. They started going soft on whether schools should reopen, even though the data said that schools should be open. They started suggesting that vaccines weren't all that effective. They started suggesting that workplaces should continue to socially distance even after people have been vaccinated. Joe Biden was appearing publicly 20,000 feet away from anybody outdoors, and he was still masking. Kamala Harris was kissing her husband on tarmac through a mask, even though both of them had been vaccinated. None of this was in compliance with science. All of it was politically driven bullcrap, because as I said, the goal of the Biden administration was to gin up a feeling of panic and and unease and unrest so that they could foster all of this massive government growth. The idea was that if we are in the middle of a crisis, then we still need more government. And that, of course, was using every crisis as an opportunity. And if the crisis was already on the wane, as it has been for months, then you just manufacture a feeling of crisis. Okay, so yesterday, the public health experts decided, based on no new data, none, that everything I've been saying for the past several months is correct. Okay, now, it's very important to note here the timing. Again, all of this data has been widely available Four months. It's been available since February and March. And we have known since even before then that if you had COVID and you had developed antibodies to COVID, you were not going to infect anyone. And yet everybody was busy screaming at Rand Paul, suggesting that if Rand Paul stripped off his mask, he was going to infect people. That was not true. And Rand Paul happened to be correct about that. I know because I was talking to people who are actual epidemiologists. I was talking to people who are actual doctors like Dr. Marty McCary over at Johns Hopkins University. And yet we were told by the public health experts, the institutional know-it-alls, that you had to listen to them even if what they were saying was not in consonance with the science. This is what happens when you have an idol-worshiping society, when people have determined that there are people who know more than everybody else and their expertise, this cult of expertise, has to be paid attention to even when the experts are speaking not from their own expertise but via politics. And you can tell because experts are able to show their work. Experts are able to tell you why they think the things that they do. Every day on this show, for months, we've been playing clips of Rochelle Walensky unable to explain her own policies. We've been playing clips for months of Fauci being unable to explain what the hell he's talking about. And then if you say that, then your social media betters shut you down because you're not speaking in consonance with the CDC. Well, the CDC was not speaking in consonance with science. How do we know? Because again, none of the data changed. They changed all their standards yesterday. And the reason they changed all their standards yesterday to tell people who were vaccinated that now finally they could unmask had nothing to do with science. It had nothing to do with data. It had to do with the fact that Joe Biden had a terrible couple of weeks politically. It had to do with the fact that inflation is starting to hit and hit really hard and not enough people are in the workforce. And Joe Biden has to encourage people to get back into the workforce because if we don't have enough people back in the workforce, going back into their regular lives, inflation is going to spiral out of control. That's what this has to do with. Okay, so the White House's new announcement, the sort of triumphal announcement, you can take off masks. What it really exposes is not that we beat COVID. We beat COVID months ago. What it really exposes is that so much of this has been politically driven and remains politically driven. And if you ask me for my outcome from this, who I trust and who I don't, I'll tell you who I trust. Big Pharma, who actually came up with the actual solution to this thing. I'll tell you who I don't trust. The government sources who lied to you every step of the way. And I don't mean that they made mistakes. Making mistakes is understandable. In the early days of the pandemic, there were a lot of mistakes made. Understandable, it was a novel coronavirus. We didn't know all that much about it. But then it became overt lying, and we've had overt lying for months on end, and that becomes clear when finally they tell the truth. Okay, so yesterday, the White House puts out an announcement via Twitter in the middle of the day. Big news from the CDC. If you're fully vaccinated, you do not need to wear a mask, indoors or outdoors, in most settings. We've gotten this far. Whether you choose to get vaccinated or wear a mask, please protect yourself until we get to the finish line. Okay, so... Here's the thing. Even the CDC guidance is stupid because the CDC guidance says that if you're vaccinated, you still have to wear a mask if you go on a plane, for example. Why? Why? There's no reason for it. They say if you're on public transit, you still have to wear a mask. They say that if there are stores that ban you from coming inside without a mask, even if you're vaccinated, that that's perfectly okay as well. They say that if you're in a doctor's office, that you're supposed to still wear a mask even if you're fully vaccinated. This is all stupidity. Now, some of this is rooted in another level of of ideology, which is how do we tell who's vaccinated and who isn't? And if we remove the mask rules, then what if unvaccinated people take advantage of this to unmask along with the vaccinated people? And the answer is, if you are vaccinated, you should not care. Nancy Pelosi said that she is not going to change the rules on the House floor. She said, until everybody is vaccinated, I'm not going to change the rules on the House floor. Why? Everybody there has had the opportunity to be vaccinated. If they don't want to be vaccinated, that's a them problem. There's a small subgroup of people who do have a problem. That small subgroup of people are people who literally cannot get the vaccine. I'm not talking about it's unavailable to them because the vaccines are available to everybody at this point, even if you have to drive a little bit. Okay. The, the vaccines, there are some people who can't get them for actual medical reasons. Okay, for those people, there are N95s available. For those people, there are masks available. They have to protect themselves. Understood. But the notion that the rest of society is supposed to continue masking up and not going to work is ridiculous. Okay, so even the CDC's current standards make no sense. But again, the the reason that I'm rather ticked off this morning is because the people who claim to speak in the name of the science never did. And now that they are speaking in the name of the science, they claim they were always speaking in the name of the science. So they're retconning history. They lied to you for months. Now they're telling you the truth. And because they're telling you the truth today, they're suggesting they were telling you the truth all along. And that is untrue. This is all politics. The experts are not interested in conveying you to the data. They're not interested in conveying to you the science. They are interested in what gets Joe Biden where he needs to go. And if they and if Joe Biden was stuck in this sort of catch-22 where the COVID pandemic had to be extended in order for him to get his jollies in terms of policy, and then it turns out that his policy jollies were undercutting the health of the the American economy and he was feeling the blowback, then he has to shift one or the other, right? Either he has to shift his policy or he has to shift the COVID pandemic talk or both. And that's exactly what you are seeing right now. This has nothing to do with science and everything to do with politics. We'll get to more of it in just one second. First, let us talk about the fact that my kids wake me up unbelievably early in the morning, every single morning, and there is one product that gets me through. I'm talking, of course, about Black Rifle Coffee. Black Rifle Coffee is delivering your daily dose of freedom, one delicious cup at a time. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned coffee company serving premium coffee to people who love America. Veteran CEO and founder, Evan Hafer, he spent over seven years on the ground overseas with U.S. Special Forces and as a CIA contractor. Black Rifle is continually committed to supporting veteran law enforcement and first responder causes. In our country and overseas, courageous frontline workers risk their lives every day to protect ours. Inspired by their hard work and dedication to protecting our communities, Black Rifle makes it their mission to give back to those who serve however they can. Throughout May, Black Rifle is rallying behind LEO, law enforcement officers, Firefighters, first responders, active duty military, and other frontline workers by spotlighting local heroes through community nominations, donating coffee to keep front lines caffeinated and giving back to organizations that support our nation's heroes. Head on over to BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Shapiro. Use promo code Shapiro to get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That is BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Shapiro, promo code Shapiro. Okay, so yesterday, Rochelle Walensky, who just three weeks ago, based on no data at all, was suggesting that was on the way. Rochelle Walensky, who less than a week ago was suggesting you needed to continue masking even if you'd been vaccinated. Despite all of the data, this public health expert, right, science as an institution versus science as a process, Rochelle Walensky, she says, you know what? Now you can take off your mask.
1: Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. If you are fully vaccinated, you can start doing the things that you had stopped doing because of the pandemic. Once you are fully vaccinated, two weeks after your last dose, you can shed your mask.
0: Okay, and then she says, you know what? You know what drove this? What drove this is science, of course. Now, here's the thing. Have there been any new studies? Nope, not a one. Not a one. We knew this months ago, months ago.
2: This is uh, precisely what I was uh, trying to, to get at with the, this, the director of the CDC, Dr. Walensky, when I spoke to her after. Um, so, and she, she was asked twice about this during the conference, once, once by Caitlin, and she sort of dodged it saying, you know, there's going to be more guidance forthcoming on this. The science sort of, sort of applies still here. It still applies, right? The science is indoors, large gathering or small gathering. If everyone is vaccinated, uh, you don't need to wear masks.
0: Okay, Sanjay Gupta, he said, the science, the science, the science didn't change anything. Okay, the science has been known. It's been known. You know how I know that? Because I've been saying it for months. And every time you say, oh, you're a science denier. No, I'm a scientific institution denier. I don't believe that these quote unquote institutions have a monopoly on the process of science. And they demonstrate their, their unverifiable nonsense every single day. It's incredible to me. Okay, it just pisses me off that for months we were told that you were somehow putting people at risk when you were not. This administration undermined vaccines. This administration for months had Joe Biden out there telling you a week ago, he was telling you it was patriotic to mask up after you and your friend were vaccinated. If you were sitting in close contact, you should mask because you're patriotic. He said that last week. And now, magically, you can take off the masks forever. Okay, the answer is, had nothing to do with science. Yes, he created vaccine hesitancy. Yes, he undermined the American economy. Yes, he was lying to you. They were all lying to you. Okay, you'll remember that just a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, there was a, a CDC masking chart that was put out, right? It was supposed to change the standards for what you can do if you're fully vaccinated. And it said that if you were outdoors, you could unmask if you were fully vaccinated. And even if the, and, and then they said that if you were fully vaccinated, you still had to wear a mask if you went to a crowded outdoor event, like a live performance parade or sports event. And everything indoors you're supposed to mask. And you'll remember, I went through this chart in detail. I went through every line of this chart and I said, everything on the right-hand side of this chart is a lie. Go back and watch the tape. Everything that says fully vaccinated people that you're not supposed to do, it's a lie. You can do all of these things and you don't need to mask for any of them. I said this two weeks ago. and then, And then we were so worried about social media that YouTube was going to give us like check marks and take down our videos because this is what social media does. It had nothing to do with facts. Okay, so here, here's the new CDC graphic, by the way. Oh wait, it looks exactly like what I told them to do. Go back and look at the tape. I literally, honestly, we should pull the clip of me saying what this chart should look like versus what the chart now looks like. They are identical. Okay, it's, the whole thing is ridiculous. On its face, it's ridiculous. So Anthony Fauci came out yesterday. And he said, you know what? We have to get rid of restrictions so people can get like it can feel like they're getting back to normal. What? I, I have a question. Where is Anthony Fauci and what have you done with him? Where is the real Anthony Fauci? Where'd you get this imposter? Here's Anthony Fauci saying maybe this will cause people to get vaccinated. This is the same administration that refused to acknowledge that you could go out and live life after getting vaccinated. This is the same administration that undermined vaccines by suggesting that we had to pause the J&J rollout because there were six cases out of six million people who had blood clots. here's Anthony Fauci saying, you know, maybe maybe this will encourage people to get vaccinated. You know, he's been saying this for months. Right here, who has got two thumbs and saying that. This guy, here's Anthony Fauci.
2: What we're doing now with the relaxation of the restrictions on people who are vaccinated is trying to get back to a degree of normality, which People who get vaccinated deserve to have that. That's been one of the things that's been the concern, saying, if I get vaccinated, what difference is it going to make? My life hasn't really changed that much. Well, now your life is going to change that much. For people who are not vaccinated, this might be an incentive for them to get vaccinated.
0: OK, so it's amazing. Now he's saying what is scientifically true. So is he lying before or is he lying now? For the left, amazingly, they're saying he's lying now. The left is like, well, I don't even know why they're saying we should take off our masks. Maybe you we should wear our masks forever. First of all, let me just say this. You are a sheep. You are a sheep if you are wearing a mask now. If you're wearing a mask and you've been vaccinated, it's because you're a sheep. There is, you're free to, you're free to be a sheep. It's a free country, but you are. You're living life in fear for no reason. These vaccines are unbelievably effective. Even your own garbage administration is telling you that. Okay, but. Anthony Fauci, I I love this. The the flip in time is just incredible. I mean, you're getting whiplash here. Here's Anthony Fauci saying, you know, this is a step in the right direction. Yeah, we noticed.
2: I wouldn't go so far as to say it's essentially over. I think this is a very important step in the direction of trying to get back to some degree of normality, because this is something that everyone has had on their mind. You know, I'm vaccinated. When can I start doing things a little bit more in the normal trend? And being able to go around without a mask indoors as well as outdoors is really a big step in that direction. So I wouldn't want to declare victory prematurely, but I'm saying this is clearly a step in
0: the direction that we want to go. Unbelievable. By the way, how bad is the whiplash here? Here's how bad the whiplash was. Yesterday afternoon, they announced, the CDC announced that if you had been vaccinated, you could take off your mask. Just before that, Joe Biden had had a meeting in the White House with the House Minority Leader and the House Majority Leader and the the Speaker of the House and, and all the various leaders of the various parties. Everybody in the room had been vaccinated. And there's a picture going around of every single person in the room wearing a mask. And so a senior Biden advisor, Andy Slavitt, who's been wrong on three quarters of this stuff, Andy Slavitt, a COVID advisor to Biden, was asked, so why was Joe Biden masked? He is vaccinated. Everyone in the room is vaccinated. Here was Andy Slavitt's answer yesterday, yesterday morning, before the CDC announced that, by the way, you can take off the mask.
1: I'm not sure that the president is the average uh, person. I, I personally think there's a lot of protections around the president. Why does he need lots of secret service agents? Why, does he, why do they you know, belt and suspender everything with the president? Because he's a very important person. And I think you shouldn't take your, your mark just by what you see in the Oval Office. I think most people, if you're indoors, around other people that are vaccinated, the CDC says it's okay.
0: Um, and I think you should listen to the CDC on that. I mean, it's unreal. So basically, he has no rationale whatsoever. But they were still promulgating this crap, knowing that it was crap. And then the CDC changed its standard later in the day. Again, all of this had to do with the fact that Joe Biden is a giant failure of a president. And because he's a failure of a president, he needs to declare early victory. Remember, the original date they were going to declare victory was July 4th. Why? Because they wanted the symbolic victory on July 4th. And because they were hoping that before July 4th, they could ram through these trillions of dollars in spending. Then it turns out the inflation blew up. It turns out that that Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema weren't going to go along with it. And so Joe Biden had a choice. I can continue to foster this, this world-beating, giant spending agenda and blow out the economy in the process. Or I can walk this thing back a little bit. And so he decided yesterday that it was time for a new news cycle. That's what this really is about. I'm talking about manipulation of science on behalf of politics. This is it. Okay, we're going to get to more of this in just one second, because again, this whiplash is just extraordinary. I mean, everybody needs a neck examination after this one. First, let's talk about ways you can keep your family safe and secure. You've heard me share about how important the Second Amendment is to the foundation of the country. You might even be one of the over 5 million citizens who purchased a firearm for the first time in 2020. If you've taken that first step of protecting yourself with a firearm, the next step in your personal protection plan should be considering body armor for yourself and your family. If somebody comes in your house, it's not just a matter of having a weapon to defend yourself. It'd be good if you had some sort of device to prevent you from being harmed. Shopping for body armor may seem like something you never thought you'd have to do. You may not know where to begin. In fact, You might not even know you can buy body armor. This is where AR500 Armor comes in. AR500Armor.com makes buying body armor easy, approachable, and affordable. In fact, with AR500Armor.com, you buy it online, you have it shipped straight to your house. AR500 Armor has multiple packages built for people just like you who are looking for varying levels of protection. They make the shopping process simple and approachable. Their team is always willing to help answer any questions that you might have. Also, the people over there, they have the same values you do. They are law-abiding folks who just want to defend themselves, defend their families. Best of all, they put together some packages specifically for listeners of The Daily Wire. There's something for everyone at AR500Armor.com. Go to AR500Armor.com slash Ben. See all their promotions and special pricing running right now. You can use code Ben for 20% off anything else in their store. I know the people who... Run the company. They are good family folks. Plan right now for how to protect yourself and your family for the future. Get yourself the body armor we trust from AR500 Armor at AR500Armor.com slash Ben. Again, visit AR500Armor.com slash Ben. Use code Ben at checkout for 20% off. Okay, so, and the whiplash can give you a real headache here. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris made their first maskless appearance yesterday. Woo! Woo! They should have done this months ago. That would have encouraged people to get the vaccine. Instead, they decided to delay for months because they wanted the feeling of panic. Then it turns out that the feeling of panic wasn't actually forwarding their legislative agenda in any serious fashion. All it was doing was artificially lowering the the labor market and creating inflation. So they decided to reverse themselves yesterday. Man, watching Joe Biden walk, it's always like, man, please keep your feet And you got a great smile. (laughs) Oh, so much happiness. Oh, Oh, we took off our masks. Oh, amazing. Amazing. And of course, the media ate all of this up. CNN's Allison Camerata, said, I was welling up. Oh, the tears, the tears. Well, was it them lying to you that had you welling up? Because um, presumably, Allison Camerata, like pretty much everybody else at CNN has, uh, and everybody else in America, has had the opportunity to get vaccinated. So um, why was this making you well up as opposed to, you know, once you got the vaccine and you could go back to your regular life, which we all knew months ago? Again, this wasn't a secret. They were just lying. Here's Allison Camerata.
1: I found myself welling up when when Dr. Walensky was talking and she said we have an exciting announcement and I still find myself welling up even right now because, you know, you and I talked every morning, you know, during the past year about how many more Americans were going to die, you know, what was going to happen? Were we going to make it to the vaccines? Were we all going to survive? What was going to happen? And, you know, 580,000 Americans didn't make it to this day. You know, this day that they say that we can throw these away, that we've all been clinging to.
0: Uh, it's, it's so moving. The media's moved. Now, it might have been their job to ask questions for like, you know, the last several months about why it is that we shouldn't have been taking off the masks months ago. But they were too busy kissing ass because this is mostly what they do. By the way, they're not just whiplashing on this. They're also whiplashing on schools. So Anthony Fauci, again, where is Anthony Fauci? And what have you done with him? Yesterday, he was like, it's time to open the schools. Come fall. We got to open these schools. Yes, some of us have been knowing this since like last year, like last summer. My kids have been in school since October. The hell are you talking? Like you're a little late on this one.
2: I believe the school should be open 5 days full blast just the way it was before. That that we really have to do that by the time we get to the fall. And if the kids are and if the kids are vaccinated, no masks required, right? Right. Well, again, I'm going to leave that to the CDC to make that decision. But I would think that that certainly would be an option if the children are vaccinated not to have a mask. (laughs)
0: It's unbelievable. Like, I'm going to leave that to the CDC. You could just say it. You could. By the way, you know how bad this was for the Democrats? You know how bad this issue was turning for the Democrats? Randy Weingarten of the American Federation for Teachers. Even she came out and she's like, yeah, you know, maybe we should just reopen the schools. It was her fault. She was the one talking to the CDC and having them change their standards to slow the reopening. The blowback against Democrats because of their COVID alarmism in the post-vaccination era, it must have been serious for them to reverse this fast. It really must have been. Okay, in one second, we'll get to Randy Weingarten reversing herself because it is pretty incredible. Again, the entire reversal here, it is driven by politics. First, let's talk about your sleep quality. So, Helix Sleep, they are the people who keep me going. Because let's be real about this. My kids wake me up at all hours of the night. When I get back on that mattress, I need to sleep. I need a mattress made just for me. This is where Helix Sleep comes in. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete, matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique. Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size folks. It's been awesome getting unboxing videos from so many of you. It really is cool. When we got our Helix Sleep mattress, you just open up the box. It inflates right in front of you. Pop it on the bed frame. You're good to go. Go to helixsleep.com slash Ben. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They've got a 10-year warranty. You get to try out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to 200 bucks off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Ben. We've got the personalized mattress. You should too. Go check them out. Helix Sleep. Dot com slash Ben to get started. Okay, so even Randy Weingarten is now shifting on this stuff. Here's Randy Weingarten, the head of the American Federation for Teachers, saying, yeah, maybe we should open up the schools now.
2: Today, 97 percent of schools across the country are open for in-person learning, either full or part time. Conditions have changed. We can and we must reopen schools in the fall for in-person teaching learning and support, and we must keep them open
0: fully and safely five days a week. Un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, seriously, the- this lady was single-handedly responsible for the CDC redrawing its standards to not reopen schools before the end of the school year. So we're basically at the end of the school year right now. And now she's like, yeah, by the fall. And she announced it the same day as Fauci. This is all politics. These folks are not public health experts. They are they are politicians with white coats, and sometimes not even with white coats. It's just absurd. And hey, meanwhile, Joe Biden was out there celebrating as well. She said, she, she got real weird here. This has got strange. What does that mean to the people of West Virginia?
2: That means get vaccinated. That's what it means. Everybody get
1: vaccinated, and you feel free. Yeah. We felt free. Yeah, we did. For the first time we, we knew what to I do. Shocked,
0: right? We feel naked, right? Um, yeah, Joe. The, the greatest of all doctors. woo! All right. Well, here's the thing. Once you have set this train in motion, the we're scared of real life train, the don't examine the science, just listen to the experts train. Once you've set in, into a chain of effect, a feeling of incipient doom and panic, it's very difficult to roll that back. And that is what you are seeing today. So it doesn't matter that the Biden administration finally caught up with the science months late. The left can't swivel on a dime that way. And so they continue to panic. You're seeing this all over leftist Twitter. You're seeing it in the media. People are like, well, yeah, but if, if, we, if we take off our masks and we're vaccinated, won't that encourage the unvaccinated to, to, to unmask? Well, here's the thing. Once you're vaccinated, you shouldn't care. You're vaccinated. You're safe. You're good. Okay, if somebody else chooses not to get the vaccine, that would be a them problem. But that's a problem that they're going to have to deal with. Okay, I'm not talking again about people who don't have the ability to get a vaccine because of a health problem. Those people should be given N95s or KN95s and they should make themselves safe And however They can, however they can, but it is none of your business whether somebody else has had a vaccine or not. Once you have had the vaccine, that is the entire point. And all of this is really just an excuse for virtue signaling because the mask over the past year has become a virtue signaling device, which was always insane to me. I always said from the very beginning, I said, if masks are useful, you should wear them in public places. If you're not vaccinated to prevent yourself and others from getting this disease. And then I said, once you're vaccinated, you don't need the mask, because this is all what the data said, right? I just followed the data, not the public health experts who weren't experts. They were lying to you. And now you've got the same public health experts being like, I'm alarmed by this. This is, I, what, this is just crazy. Okay, because it turns out that this is a mentality. It's a way of life. It's an attitude toward life. It is a risk-averse attitude toward life that is unjustifiable under current data. The people right now on the left who continue to maintain the idea that you're supposed to mask mandate... This is because they've entered a world in which they like being told what to do. That is all this is. So CNN's Leanna Wench says, I was shocked that the CDC came out with this announcement. Shocked. Why? We've known for months that once you're vaccinated, you are good to go.
1: Frankly, I was shocked by this announcement. I think they went from one extreme to another. And the major step that's missing here is... How do we know that people are telling the truth? We talked in the last hour about the honor code. I mean, if you're going to the grocery store, maybe you're fully vaccinated. You take off your mask at the grocery store. But who is going to be
0: checking to see if others are also vaccinated? So what does that mean? If I'm bringing my son, my four-year-old, who is not fully vaccinated, now he's going to be in a grocery store potentially
2: exposed to people who are not vaccinated who could be of danger to him. And so I guess I am kind of befuddled as to where this guidance came from.
0: If you're worried about your four-year-old son, I have an idea, he can continue to mask. Or alternatively, he can stay home when you go to the grocery store. It's none of your business whether other people are vaccinated once you yourself are vaccinated. And again, this is rooted in the idea that is true, as I've been saying all along, that kids who are young are not in serious danger from COVID because statistically speaking, they are not in serious danger from COVID. And right now in the United States, if you're above the age of 12, you can get a vaccine. Right now in the United States, The FDA issued emergency use authorization for people who are 12 to 15 years old as though there's some sort of public health emergency to justify 12 to 15-year-olds getting COVID. And the grand number of Americans under the age of 18 who have gotten and died, who have died of COVID is, I believe, lower than 1,000. Out of hundreds of thousands of people who have been infected, millions of people who have been infected. Okay, but they can't let go of it. They're not gonna let go of it. And that's the great irony here. Joe Biden has made his bed. Now he's gonna have to sleep in it because it turns out all these blue areas the ones that he wants to reopen, to prop up his failing economy? They're not going to. He went too far. He has trained them in the art of fear. The entire media have spent the last year training you to be afraid. And now that there's not, at the beginning, there was justification for being afraid. Now that there is very little justification for being afraid, it's it's too late. They're having trouble shifting. The New York Times has a piece today titled, Hundreds of epidemiologists expected mask wearing in public for at least a year. What, what, I wonder why they would have expected that. Maybe it's because Anthony Fauci said until next Mother's Day. He said that, what, nine, 10 days ago? And now he's like, ah, oh, take off the mask. These, these jokers. When federal health officials said on Thursday that fully vaccinated Americans no longer needed to wear masks in most places, it came as a surprise to many people in public health. It also was a stark contrast with the views of a large majority of epidemiologists surveyed in the last two weeks by the New York Times. In the informal survey, 80% said they thought Americans would need to wear masks in public indoor places for at least another year. Just 5% said people would no longer need to wear masks indoor by the summer. Yes, because the epidemiologists are all part of a group think. That had nothing to do, that's a a recommendation. Okay, that recommendation was not based on the science. Hey, by the way, it is also true that many of the things they've been telling you for a long time, are lies about where you were going to get COVID. ABC News has this today. Quote, bars, gyms, and restaurants. Those were just a few settings health experts warned could become hotbeds of COVID-19 as states began reopening in the spring and summer of 2020. Yet, public data analyzed by ABC News appears to tell a different story. The data from states across the country suggests specific outbreak settings, including bars, gyms, restaurants, nail salons, barbershops, and stores, only accounted for a small percentage, if any, of the new outbreaks after the pandemic's initial wave in 2020. While experts believe that mitigation measures like reduced capacity, gradual reopening and mask wearing contributed to keeping outbreak numbers low, they say more could have been done to push those numbers down further and make testing and tracing more robust. Based on ABC News' analysis of public data of all COVID cases in four states in DC, those outbreak settings accounted for less than 5% of all COVID-19 cases in those states. So in other words, all of the places you were told you couldn't go All the workplaces you were told you couldn't go, you couldn't go to the gym, you couldn't go to a bar, you couldn't go to a restaurant, you couldn't do any of those things. That accounted for a tiny percentage of COVID transmission. But some of us, Ron DeSantis was saying this in Florida for a year, and he was castigated for it. They lied to you. They are continuing to lie to you for political purposes. Why would you trust them ever? Just look straight to the data. And some of these states are not going to reopen, according to the New York Times, As federal health officials on Thursday cleared the way for Americans who are fully vaccinated against COVID to drop mask wearing in most situations, some states lifted mask mandates, while others took a more cautious approach. On Thursday, the governors of Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, North Carolina, and Virginia, and the mayors of New York City and Washington, D.C. said they were taking the new guidance from the CDC under advisement before adopting it. Ah, they know better than the CDC now. So when the CDC was hawkish on mask wearing, then they were all with the CDC. When the CDC is like, oh yeah, by the way, here's the science," they're like, "Nah, we're not gonna do it. In deference to local authorities, the CDC said vaccinated people must continue to abide by existing state, local, or tribal laws and regulations and follow local rules for businesses and workplaces. Governor Ron DeSantis, being the best governor in the country, already has issued an executive order preemptively pardoning people who don't abide by state and local mask mandates because they are no longer necessary. Governor Andrew Cuomo had the temerity to say that the state had always relied on the facts and the science to guide us throughout the worst of the pandemic and that he would review the new federal health guidelines with the state health department. Mayor Bill de Blasio called the shift in guidance a monumental day, but said the city would, re- be, re- would be reviewing the new rules as masks will still be important for schools, public transportation, doctor's offices, and more. Okay, all of this is a joke. I'm sorry, this is a joke. And, and, and you guys are all trained in being sheep. That's all that's happened here. All of these, and if you, if you listen to these Bill de Blasios and Andrew Cuomo who presided over the worst case of outbreak in the United States... If you listen to these people, as opposed to the actual science at this point, I don't know what to tell you. You're being, you're being an ignoramus. You're being a fool. But the good news is that Anthony Fauci is there to defend your, your foolishness. So Anthony Fauci says, you know, you have to k- stop giving side eye to people who keep wearing masks. This is hilarious. So we've been treated to a year of, if I'm outdoors a thousand feet from everybody, I've been treated to, to morons dressed in grim reaper costumes chastising me for not wearing a mask outdoors a thousand feet from everybody on Florida beaches. I've been treated jogging by, by people who are masked while jogging for no reason, staring at you, giving you the, giving you the evil glance, even though the science didn't back what they were suggesting. Okay. And now there are a bunch of us who are like, okay, well, if you're vaccinated, there's no reason for you to be wearing a mask. What are you doing? And Fauci's like, we shouldn't shame people for continuing to wear a mask. We shouldn't. I mean, that would be intolerant. Weird how the intolerance only runs one way. How about this? How about the intolerance runs on ba- We can tolerate whatever. It's a, it's a free country, but put that aside. What should our attitude be toward people who are masking uselessly? Honestly, an attitude of pity, because these are people who have been treated to mental disturbance, courtesy of the American federal government and morons like Anthony Fauci and Rochelle Walensky. It's unbelievable.
2: I was wondering if you had anything to say to people who have been vaccinated and still want to wear masks in situations that the CDC says are low risk. Is there anything wrong with that? And should people be side-eyeing them? No. uh Not at all. I mean, people have to make their own personal choice. As we know, the risk is extremely low of getting infected if you're vaccinated, whether you're indoors or outdoors, but there are those people who don't want to take that bit of a risk. And there's nothing wrong with that and they shouldn't be criticized.
0: Oh, they shouldn't be criticized. It turns out you can criticize people for standing out in the middle of nowhere, not wearing a mask, but you should definitely not criticize people for being fully vaccinated, standing in the middle of nowhere, wearing a mask. Oh, the public health experts, tough the science, so much sciencing. OK, in a second, we'll explain why it is that the Biden administration decided to do this now. And the answer, of course, has to do with the fact that this is the worst political week for Joe Biden since his inauguration. We'll get to more of this in one second. First, let's talk about the fact that when you are sitting in an office, you need a comfortable chair. You don't think about it all that much, but then you get up and you feel it in your back. Right? You feel it. It's just you, you feel yucky because... You were sitting in a chair that wasn't that great. Instead, why not get the best chair available? I'm talking about the X chair. The secret is not only their patented dynamic variable lumbar support, which offers unbelievable lumbar support to your lower back, but also, thanks to their new XHMT technology, you can also get heat and massage therapy while you are sitting at your desk, which is just awesome. Instead of your old, uncomfortable office chair, now you can look forward to spending hours sitting in the ultimate therapeutic massager. The x delivers heat and massage technology right to your core, helping you increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and energy, all perks that make working from home or the office a joy. X-Chair is on sale right now for 100 bucks off. Go to xchairshapiro.com right now. That's the letter X, chair, Shapiro, S-H-A-P-I-R-O.com or call 1-844-4-X-Chair. X-Chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as 30 bucks a month. Go to xchairshapiro.com right now. Use code XWheels for free. X-Wheel blade casters. xchairshapiro.com. Let tell you, The X-chair has been passed around the the producer's room. There's basically a fist fight every morning for who gets to sit in the X-chair. It is that good. Go check it out right now. Xchairshapiro.com. Use code XWheels for free. X-wheel, blade casters, Shapiro.com right now. All righty, in just a second, we'll get to the reason why the Biden administration has suddenly and radically shifted its guidance with regard to masking. First, it's that glorious time of the week when I give a shout out to a Daily Wire member. Today, it's Andrew Lirardi on Twitter who understands the importance of proper front yard signage. In the pic, Two examples of the world's greatest beverage vessel flank the sides of a poster that reads, in this house, we believe that if you post semantically overloaded left-wing tautologies on your lawn to signal your unearned moral superiority, you are a douchebag. Yes, this was my recommended sign. And I truly appreciate that somebody took me up on it. Andrew writes, hey, Ben Shapiro, I might need you guys to start working on a larger Tumblr for all these tiers. At Real Daily, Wire a hashtag leftiststeersTumblr. You're exactly right. And with a sign like that, uh, I do recommend a ring doorbell. Camera to catch all the action on your front yard. Thanks for all the shout out and thanks for being a Daily Wire member. Also, if you've been looking to brush up on your understanding of authoritarianism in order to fight the leftist power grab currently underway, I have a perfect book for you. It's by me. So this is self serving, but it also happens to be true. It's called The Authoritarian Moment. Okay, this book is really important. I wrote it to help Americans understand that the true threat to the country is not a bunch of droogs and morons doing what they did on January 6th. The true threat to the country is is the authoritarian takeover of every major institution in America by a left that seeks to strip you of your individual rights and to quash dissent. I explain how every one of these institutions was renormalized. There's a full chapter on how scientific institutions were turned into weapons for the woke. And the book is really designed on how to fight back because you don't how these institutions became the way they are is really important to understand if you want to roll that back. So if you want to preserve your individual rights and protect the ones you love from mob rule, go check out my book today. The Authoritarian Moment is now available for pre-order at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any other major bookseller. Also, if you've been wondering what it's like to watch Candace Owens drop Truth Bombs live, now is your chance to find out. Tickets to join Candace's live studio audience in Nashville are free. They are indeed free, but only to all Access members and limited to her Monday tapings throughout the month of June. It gets better. Get 20% off an All Access membership right now by using the code all access at checkout. Just head on over to dailywire.com slash tickets to secure your spot. Hurry though, seating is limited. Candace's show is in high demand, so the spots are going to go pretty much immediately. Head on over to dailywire.com slash tickets to be part of an experience so beautiful it would bring tears to a leftist's eyes. You're listening to the largest, fastest-growing conservative podcast and radio show in the nation. All righty, so why exactly is the Biden administration reversing itself on whether you can unmask. The answer is because they have to distract from the crappiest news cycle that they have had really since Biden's inauguration. So Biden has been treated to just sycophantic, drooling media coverage since his inauguration. And then this week, inflation hit. The border crisis continues to to marinate. We've got war in the Middle East. And all this is happening on the back of a horrible employment report. So that's a really bad week for this administration. So now it's time, inject some optimism by, you know, actually saying the true thing that we should have said three months ago. So over at the border, migrant children apparently are still being stuck overnight on buses, according to NBC News. In a vast parking lot outside the Kay Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center, minors who migrated to the U.S. without their parents are waiting on buses to be sent to live with relatives or sponsors, staying overnight, eating and using all the bathroom, all within the confines of the bus, according to the owner of one of the bus companies and advocates for the children. In at least one case described to NBC News, a family says their 15-year-old son waited on buses from Saturday to Wednesday before beginning the long journey from Dallas to Seattle. I mean, so disaster area, there's still thousands of kids who are being held in close quarters in the middle of, uh, of apparently, you know, the COVID pandemic still applies to migrants. The good news is that the DHS secretary apparently has short-term memory loss. He says he doesn't remember saying that migrants should come. He did. He said, I'm not saying migrants shouldn't come. I'm just saying they shouldn't come right now. He was reminded of this. And Alejandro Mayorkas was like, I don't remember saying that. Me? Who? What? You
1: remember saying, don't you, that we're not telling you not to come. Those are your words that I, you said in a press conference. Uh, you, you, you said that, right?
2: I don't, I don't recall saying that. I don't believe You don't it. recall I, saying that? That's correct, Senator. I have never said. We'd be that,
1: happy to refresh your memory for you and some questions for the record. I'm sure that, that is interesting news, and I'm sure everyone will. The, the Secretary has just said he, he doesn't have any memory of making those comments. That's Senator, extraordinary. Senator,
2: I have never said that the border is open.
0: Okay, nobody said he said the border is open. He just said, I'm not saying don't come. I'm just saying don't come right now. That's what Majorca said, but he doesn't remember it. So that's good. Meanwhile, by the way, the Biden administration will resume construction of southern border wall levy. According to Fox News, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers will restart construction on a 13.4 mile stretch of levy in the Rio Grande Valley. The decision reportedly follows pressure from local residents and politicians to mend the incessant crossing surge. Priority repairs are set to begin in six weeks to prevent flooding, followed by the establishment of a concrete levee wall fit with safety barriers in six to nine months. So, yeah, they're shoring up the wall. That's apparently a super bad wall. Weird. So they've replaced They've they've sort of reversed themselves on that. Meanwhile, inflation is here. According to The New York Times, the central fact of the American economy in mid 2021 is that demand for all sorts of goods and services has surged. But supplies are coming back slowly, with the economy acting like a creaky machine that was turned off for a year and has some rusty parts. Well, actually, the economy is acting like you would expect it to act when you pay people to stay home and when you tell them it is unsafe to go back to work. The good news is that the Biden administration has no idea what to do with inflation. I mean, no clue. So Jen Psaki's like, you know, the inflation is just a sign that everything is going great. Okay, then, crazy lady, let's go with that. We've
1: seen. Um over the last couple of days, to your point, um, some reaction to the CPI numbers uh, that came out just yesterday. And you know our view on that is it reflects the reality of an economy that's rapidly turning uh, back on uh, because of a successful economic strategy. And if you dig into the data, there are a couple of factors at play that I think people are Taking a look at now that we've dug into the data
0: more. Okay, yeah, the factors at play are that everybody had more savings at the end of last year than they had at the beginning of last year because the government paid them, because they had to pay them to stay home. And then you just continued pumping money into their pockets. And then you said, You don't ever have to go back to work, basically, because we'll pay unemployment benefits all the way through September. Meanwhile, Elizabeth Warren and the left wing of the Democratic Party, who really rule the roost, they're saying, Yeah, I'm I'm delighted that Biden is governing like a radical. Are you surprised? at how progressive the policies are that are being proposed by the president? Oh,
1: not surprised, delighted. This is the good news. You know, this is one of the best things. I talk about this in the book. Putting out plans means they're there for everybody. And they're there for us to share and improve on and make better. But this seems
2: like big structural change. And I'm sorry, nobody expected that from him.
1: Well, all I can say is he ran on the most progressive agenda And decades.
0: Okay, some of us pointed this out at the time, but we were being gaslit by the media that proclaimed that Joe Biden was a moderate. Here's the problem. All of this is starting to bear some really, really ugly fruit. You've got the inflation, you've got the unemployment numbers, they're not great. And then you had people waiting in gas lines. By the way, it turns out that Colonial Pipeline just paid a $5 million ransom to the hackers who hacked the pipeline, which of course is going to incentivize more people to hack pipelines when you pay ransoms like this. This is where the US government really should have stepped in and done something, but they didn't. So, I mean, did the, did the government assure Colonial Pipeline that it would backfill them if they paid the ransom? How exactly did this work? When Bloomberg News asked Joe Biden if he was briefed on the company's ransom payment, the president paused and then said, I have no comment on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all of this is going really well. Plus, Joe Biden continues to be an utterly incoherent boob. I mean, he just, Joe, Joe Biden's war with the teleprompter continues. Basically, it's now, it's now Rocky. And it's like Joe Biden is Apollo Creed and the teleprompter is Rocky. And they just keep having these repeat battles every day. I expect any moment that the teleprompter is gonna run up the stairs of the Philadelphia Museum of Art and throw its non-arms in the air. Because like the, the continuing battle between Joe Biden and the teleprompter is one of the most fascinating battles in American public life. I can't wait for, for Joe Biden versus the teleprompter part three when Mr. T comes in. He's like, I pity the fool who can't read a teleprompter. Anyway, here is <laughs> here is Joe Biden battling the teleprompter. The rule is very simple get vaccinated or wear a mask until
1: you do it's vaxed
0: or masked get vaccinated it's vaxed or masked sounds like mike myers and so i married an axe murderer unlove <laughs> ed unvax ed hey, what, what in the what in the actual okay and then and that was that was the 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 first Joe Biden versus the teleprompter uh, in that one. They fought to a draw in Joe Biden versus the teleprompter too, the, the teleprompter comes with a clear knockout.
1: Now, here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do. The drivers don't panic. Number one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's like, I don't know. Do you, do you laugh or do you cry? I mean, really? Solid stuff there from from the teleprompter. Teleprompter comes with a clear victory right there. That's a TKO in like round two by the teleprompter. I, I need that again. What, what, what Was that in English? Play it again. Now, here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected.
1: Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. Don't panic, number one.
0: Here's what drivers should do. Here's what drives the drivers in the drive Droovy. In the Ryan Gosling movie, Drive, Drivers, drive, Trubin, drive Trubin, seven, seven, Yeah, everything is going fantastically. So, is it any wonder that the CDC reversed itself yesterday? Again, if you want, one of the great themes during this pandemic has been trust the experts. Trust the people who know. If you do after this, I don't know what to tell you other than you're a fool. The experts were wrong a lot. The experts lied to you a lot. You were told. That if you bucked the experts because you actually looked at the science, this is because you had done something wrong. Instead, you were just supposed to believe and follow. And now you're supposed to believe and follow this incoherent old man and his benightedly corrupt institution. And and if you don't, then you're a bad person. It's it's ridiculous on its face. It's ridiculous. But again, here's the thing. I think that the American public is going to buck against this. I think Biden knows this, too. It's the reason why he is trying to reverse himself so fast. They didn't reverse themselves by saying, we're going to gradually withdraw these mandates. We're going to give states permission to do this. Instead, they just came out and they said, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. This was an attempt to shift the narrative. Some of the media decided to go along with it and cry like Allison Camerota. And some of them are like, I can't even believe they're doing this. I mean, do we feel safe out there? Don't be conditioned to follow these people. Instead, science, it's a process. It's not an institution. Keep remembering that. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, a child's life is molded by his or her home, school, friends, community. A positive experience in all these areas helps build a healthy child. Cars for Kids, that's Cars with a K, is a registered nonprofit organization aimed at giving children the tools to succeed in life. If you have a car that's just sitting in your driveway taking up space, you should consider donating it to Cars for Kids. You know, Cars for Kids, they've got that jingle, right? The one cars for kids K-A-R-S, you, you know it. If you're tired of looking at that old car in your driveway or hearing your spouse complain about it, why not let Cars for Kids take care of it for you? Here's how it works. Visit their website at carsforkidsorg Ben. Let them take care of it from there. The whole process only takes two minutes. Cars for Kids will schedule a pickup at a time that's convenient for you. If you don't have a car, you can still help. Cars for Kids accepts non-cash donations of school supplies, clothing, sports equipment, and more. So what exactly are you waiting for? Call now or visit carsforkids.org slash ben to get the ball rolling today. That's Cars of the K, the number four at CarsforKids.org slash Ben. That's carsforkids.org slash Ben. Okay, meanwhile, over in Israel, the conflict continues. Israel pulled one of the great maneuvers in uh, I've ever even heard of in military history last night. This is pretty spectacular. So here's what happened. Last night, Israel announced that they were going to be invading Gaza. There was going to be a ground invasion. And this was not unexpected, considering that Gaza fires, as I've said many times, they've been firing thousands of of rockets from populated areas, right? They specifically do it from apartment complexes. They do it from the top of apartment buildings. They do it from between apartment buildings. They do it from public streets. They hide behind children. They put their economic headquarters in hospitals. They put their military headquarters in hospitals. Like, this is what they do. They use RNWA-funded schools as bases for launching terrorist attacks in the same way that they just use the Al-Aqsa Mosque in order to launch a riot against Israeli police officers. Okay, so this is what Hamas does. It's what Palestinian Islamic Jihad does. It is what the Palestinian Authority does. And so one of the big problems for Israel is that every time it retaliates and tries to take out military targets, it ends up having to kill civilians. Now that's because of Hamas. If you hide behind a child while firing at somebody and they return fire and hit the child, That's not on the person returning fire. That's on you. You're the one who hid behind the child. You're the one who put the child in danger. Every civilian death in Gaza is on Hamas because none of this had to happen. By the way, some 30% of rockets that Hamas has tried to fire into Israel fell short and fell into the Gaza Strip and killed people in Gaza, including children. Hamas doesn't care because they're the worst people on earth. I mean, truly, truly the worst human beings on the planet are Hamas. They're garbage. So Israel was faced with this kind of difficult situation. You have these rockets keeping your state underground, for days at a time. I mean, this remember, this started way earlier this week. They're now on what, day five of this? And so Israel has to stop the rocket fire. They'd prefer not to kill civilians because, unlike Hamas, they actually don't want to kill civilians. So what do they do? So normally what they have to do is a ground invasion, right? They try to go in and they try to separate the civilians from the military members of the terror groups by going essentially door to door, house to house. They've been doing this for decades. It's called in, in Israel, this this is called Taharah Haneshek. Purity of arms. Israel has higher standards for human rights with regard to how its military behaves than any other military on planet Earth, and it is not particularly close. Israel is extremely careful about this sort of stuff. It's why they've been dropping dropping so-called knock bombs on top of buildings. They know Hamas is in these buildings. They drop a bomb on top of the building that doesn't penetrate. It just shakes the building. So everybody knows, get out. And then they bomb the building. And this is how Hamas escapes, by the way. Israel phones apartment complexes and tells them, get out before they bomb the places which is why Hamas leaders are able to escape. So Israel takes the shot when it has the shot, and it doesn't take the shot sometimes even when it does have the shot if they're afraid that civilians are in the way. So they said they were, they were set to sending ground forces, and everybody sort of expected this. They'd called up 5,000 reservists. They were getting ready to move. And last night, the IDF put out a tweet saying that IDF air and ground troops are currently attacking the Gaza Strip. And this was taken by the Hamas terrorists as news that the Israeli ground troops were about to go in on the ground and fight it out street to street and house to house. Well, Hamas has a series of extensive terror tunnels. And these are tunnels that go from area to area and house to house. They have tunnels that, that go under the border and into Israel. They've tried to use them to attack Israeli civilians before. So all the Hamas terrorists, or at least many of them, the first wave of Hamas terrorists, they went into the terror tunnels to hide from the Israelis. Right? Again, a common guerrilla tactic. They went into these terror tunnels because then they're not there when the Israelis show up. Where are they? They're underground. Okay, there's only one thing. Israel knew this. Israel faked the ground invasion. They said, Israel, the IDF, released that statement that air and ground troops are currently attacking in the Gaza Strip. This caused the Hamas terrorists to go into the terror tunnels and Israel then proceeded to bomb the terror tunnels from the air, which is just the greatest thing I've ever heard. No one could deserve this more ritually than terrorists who fire rockets at civilian populations. According to the Jerusalem Post, at about 9 p.m. on Thursday night, the IDF began assembling ground forces along the border with the Gaza Strip some armored and infantry battalions joined the artillery batteries that had been deployed days earlier to pound Hamas and Islamic Jihad targets. Earlier in the day, the IDF said that a ground offensive was on the table as a viable option for the continuation of operations Guardians of the Wall. The IDF was hitting hard at Hamas and Islamic Jihad targets from the air, but on the ground, they would be expected to cause even more damage, albeit with greater risk to Israeli forces. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu made his contribution. He said Thursday, the campaign against Hamas was far from over and more Israeli action was coming. At midnight, The IDF spokesperson's English department tweeted, the IDF air and ground troops are currently attacking in the Gaza Strip. The foreign media jumped at the tweet, interpreting it to mean that Israel was sending ground forces into Gaza, a major escalation in the current operation. Websites of media outlets around the world, including the Washington Post and ABC, reported the incursion. Israeli troops have entered the Gaza Strip as conflict with Palestinian escalates Israeli military says, was the tweet put out by the Washington Post. But there was no ground invasion. Yes, the IDF had deployed troops along the border, but they didn't cross into Gaza. What did happen was in the air, where 160 aircraft had assembled for a massive bombing run over the Gaza Strip. Their target was what the IDF called Hamas's metro, an underground network of tunnels where Hamas stored its weapons and used to move throughout Gaza, hidden from Israeli aircraft. The metro had been built in the years after 2014, also known in Israel as Operation Protective Edge. It was a network of dozens of kilometers of tunnels that crisscrossed Gaza and provided safety from Israeli aerial incursions. According to reports, due to the deployment along the border and the news coming out in the foreign media, Hamas and Islamic Jihad sent their first line of defense into the tunnels to start taking up positions. These were the anti-tank missile teams and mortar squads meant to strike at incoming Israeli ground forces. What they didn't know is there was no ground offensive. Instead, once they were out of the tunnels, they were exposed to Israeli aircraft. Within minutes, the metro attack went ahead. How many Hamas and Islamic Jihad terrorists were killed in the operation, that remains to be seen. Apparently, the IDF is still evaluating the amount of damage they were able to do. That is spectacular stuff. That is spectacular stuff. Okay, meanwhile, debate has broken out inside the Democratic Party over all of this. You have the radical wing of the Democratic Party. This would be the squad. People like Ilhan Omar and people like Rashida Tlaib and people like Ayanna Pressley and Alexander Ocasio-Cortez who are just mimicking anti-Semitic slogans at this point, saying Israel doesn't have the right to defend itself. I mean, truly, this is what AOC said yesterday. So Joe Biden... To his credit, really. Not often that I think Joe Biden does something creditworthy. But yesterday, Joe Biden said the Israeli reaction has not been an overreaction, which, of course, is obvious and true. Okay, If you had hundreds of rockets flying over your city, you would also expect your government to protect you by killing the people who are firing the rockets. Here is Joe Biden defending Israel.
1: One of the things that uh, I have seen thus far is that uh, um, there has not been a significant overreaction. The question is how, how we get to a point where they get to a point where there is a significant reduction in the attacks, particularly the rocket attacks uh,
0: that are indiscriminately fired into population centers. And good for Biden. Now, how long can Biden hold out against his left flank? Who knows? Probably not all that long, considering his previous, previous history of caving to everything the radical left wants. Yesterday, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez got angry at Joe Biden for saying that Israel has a right to defend itself, which is the baseline level of reality. Of course, Israel as a sovereign state, cannot allow its citizens to be put underground for weeks at a time by Islamic terrorists firing rockets into the area. She tweeted out blanket statements like these with little context or acknowledgement of what precipitated the cycle of violence, namely the expulsions of Palestinians and attacks on Al-Aqsa, humanize Palestinians and imply the U.S. will look the other way at human rights violations. It's wrong. Okay, first of all, there are so many lies in this, it's difficult to know where to start. This didn't start with the expulsion of Palestinians. There was a 50-year ongoing legal case that was adjudicated and was not effectuated by the Israeli Supreme Court. There were no attacks on Al-Aqsa except by the people who decided to use Al-Aqsa as a staging point for riots. There were no expulsions. Six Palestinian families, according to David Harsanyi at National Review, might be evicted from their homes in Sheikh Jarrah in a property dispute. Again, that's six Palestinian families. Sheikh Jarrah is thousands of people. Okay, this is, it's insanity. It's, it's ridiculous. 20% of the Arab, uh, of the population of Israel is Arab. The aqsa Mosque wasn't attacked, but it was other members of the squad as well. Ilhan Omar suggested that Israeli airstrikes killing civilians in Gaza is an act of terrorism except for the fact that Israel has been attempting to minimize the amount of death, while Hamas has been attempting to maximize the amount of death. I mean, and Rashida Tlaib, of course, she tweeted out yesterday, the Nakba never ended. Nakba is the term used by Arabs to describe the establishment of the state of Israel. That was a disaster. Nakba means disaster. Okay, not the Israeli takeover of the West Bank and Gaza Strip in 67. No, the real disaster is that the Jewish state even exists, according to Rashida Tlaib. She makes this perfectly clear, by the way. She says, from Jaffa in 1948 to Sheikh Jarrah, Jerusalem today, we must recognize the forced displacement and violent dispossession faced by Palestinians for over 70 years. By the way, Jaffa in 1948 would be the establishment of the state of Israel. Okay, she she believes that Israel should be just destroyed. There's a part of the Democratic Party that is so radical, it's attacking Joe Biden for the baseline statement that Israel can defend itself against rocket attack. The question is, how long will the Democratic Party hold up against its own radicals? The answer probably is not very long. But don't worry, the media are covering Liz Cheney versus Kevin McCarthy or something. Meanwhile, Ron DeSantis in Florida, he came out very clearly. He said, Israel has a right to defend itself. Hamas is a terrorist organization, which is clearly true. I have
2: friends over there who've been uh, having to hide out in in, in bomb shelters uh, overnight because of uh, Hamas, which is a terrorist group, raining down rockets on civilians. And make no mistake, Hamas is a terrorist group. They are at fault on this. Israel has every right to defend itself against Hamas. And I think if you look at what's going on here, it really isn't so much about Israel. It's about Hamas trying to stake a claim uh, to be the leader uh, of the entire Palestinian
0: authority. They kind of have their little uh, place down in Gaza where they uh, foment a lot of terrorism. Absolutely correct here from Ron DeSantis. Meanwhile... The pal- uh, here's the unspoken story here, of course, is that the Biden administration, they're saying the right things now with regards to Israel's right to defend itself. Meanwhile, they've been fostering this. OK, they've been fostering this by making overtures to Iran. Palestinian Islamic Jihad, which is one of the groups firing the rockets, they came out like over the last couple of days. And they're openly saying we got these rockets from Iran, which they did. Right. Israel didn't realize that, that Hamas had the ability to fire rockets that could reach all the way to Khadera, which is like central Israel, like northern central Israel. They got this technology from Iran. Meanwhile, the United States is attempting to foment some sort of deal with the Iranian terrorist government. Here is members of Palestinian Islamic Jihad saying this openly.
1: He says the Mujahideen in Gaza and in Lebanon use Iranian weapons to strike the Zionists.
0: We buy our weapons with Iranian money. An important part of our activity is under the supervision of Iranian experts. The contours of the victories in Palestine as of late were outlined with the blood of Qassem Soleimani. Iranian blood, you remember that was the commander of, the, of Iran's terror axis who was killed by the Trump administration. Okay, so Iran is behind all of this. It's the reason why people are also keeping an eye on the northern border of Israel. Hezbollah is an Iranian-funded terror group. Hezbollah so far has stayed out because Hezbollah understands that because they are a greater threat to Israel, if they start firing rockets at Israel, Israel will just eviscerate them. It won't be like the Gaza Strip. Israel has been engaging in pinpoint attacks in the Gaza Strip, specifically to avoid civilian casualties because Hamas can kill Israelis, but they don't provide an existential threat to Israel. Hezbollah has 150,000 rockets pointed at Israel. If they start firing those off, Israel will just go off. And Hezbollah knows this, which is why they've stayed out of the fight so far. Instead, they've been attempting these sort of proxy battles. So apparently there are mobs of people attempting to storm the northern border right now of Israel. There are mobs from Jordan attempting to come into the West Bank. All of that will be stopped. But again, the the notion that this administration continues to try and foster some sort of cooperation with Iran while Iran is constantly fostering terror around the region demonstrates how wrongheaded their policy is. Alrighty, Well, we have reached the end of this week's broadcast, but we will be back here later today with an additional hour of The Ben Shapiro Show. First, you cannot forget to end your week by checking out The Andrew Claven Show. Drew's show is every Friday. He's got an exciting evening planned for you, as always. So head on over to dailywire.com this evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. Tune in. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe, too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Andrew Clavin Show, The Michael Knowles Show, and The Matt Walsh Show. Thanks for listening. The Ben Shapiro Show is produced by Elliot Feld, executive producer Jeremy Boring, our supervising producer is Mathis Glover, and our assistant director is Pavel Wydowski. Editing is by Adam Saevitz. Audio is mixed by Mike Carlmina. Hair and makeup is by Fabiola Cristina. Production assistant is Jessica Kranz.